Shalom, Holy Scriptures and Israel is a ministry designed to share with the Jewish people the good news of the Lord Jesus Yeshua the Messiah and to instruct Christians on the Jewish roots of their faith. And now, teaching God's Word from a Hebrew Messianic perspective, here is Gideon Levitam. Shalom, my dear brothers and sisters and dear friends. In this message, in Daniel chapter 12, verses 4, to the end of the chapter, to verse 13, we will conclude with the amazing study of the prophetic word that God has given to Israel through the prophet Daniel. I would like you please to turn your Bible, to open your Bible and turn it to Daniel chapter 12. And please follow me as I'm reading from verse 4 to verse 13. And so we read in Daniel chapter 12 and verse 4, that the angel is speaking to Daniel and he says unto him, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words, and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two, the one on this side of the bank of the river, and the other on that side of the bank of the river. And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, How long shall it be to the end of these wonders? And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, that it shall be for a time, times, and half, and when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white, and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And from that time, that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the 
1,305 and 30 days. But go thou thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the day. And so, beloved brothers and sisters and dear friends, this portion of scripture, uh, really, the, this is the last portion of scripture in the book of Daniel that uh, conclude with the whole amazing prophetic message that Daniel received throughout all this book that we study together. It is so beautiful to see that this prophetic word, prophetic book of Daniel, gives us instructions, takes us all the way till, till the end of the days. That is, the end of the days here on earth, in relationship to Daniel's people, the Jewish people, in relationship to the empires that will rise and ultimately will fall, in relationship to the Babylonian, Medo-Persian, Grecians, Romans, the divided Roman Empire and the revived Roman Empire and ultimately the coming of the Messiah, our Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah at His second coming. He came once to die and to accomplish the work of redemption when He died on that shameful cross and then, beloved brothers and sisters, after He finished with the work of redemption, He will come again. He was risen, He was ascended to heaven, and He promised that He will come again, and He will ultimately restore Daniel's people, the Jewish people, the people of Israel, and establish an amazing messianic kingdom that will never end. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, here we are in the last verses of Daniel chapter 12. Just to remind you that in chapter 10, 11, and 12, this is the final vision that Daniel has seen. These last three chapters are really linked one with another. It is a continuation from the beginning of chapter 10 all the way to the end of chapter 12. And if you remember, beloved brothers and sisters, that in Daniel chapter 10, Daniel was so concerned, he wanted to understand the times in which his people will be returned back to God. And if you remember, he took this time in which he prayed for three weeks. Daniel 10 verse 2. He did not take any pleasant bread. He did not eat any flesh. He did not drink any wine. Neither did he anoint himself for three weeks until finally, in his prayer and concern for the restoration of Israel, back to God and back to their land, to the city of Jerusalem, finally came that man, according to Daniel 10 verse 5, I lifted up mine eyes and I looked and behold a certain man clothed in linen whose loins were girded with fine gold of Upad. And we begin now to see 
that verse 7 of Daniel chapter 10, that man, which is an angel, he said, I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, he said, for the men that were with me did not see it. And then he began to give us an information about that man that came to give him the answer to his prayer concerning his people Israel and the restoration of the Jewish people. In Daniel 10 and verse 14, this man, this angel said, I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people, this is Israel, in the latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. And so the, the angel, who is called here a man, in verse 5 of Daniel chapter 10, he is that man that gives to Daniel information concerning what will happen to the people of Israel, to the Jewish people, until the latter end. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, we have covered Daniel 10, Daniel 11, when the prophetic word actually came to Daniel by that vision, to remind you that Daniel, in chapter 10, he was carried by the Spirit to be there in that river of the Chidekel, according to Daniel chapter 10 and verse 4. In the 4 and 20th day of the first month, I was by the side of the great river, which is Chidekel. He was by the river of Chidekel, and then he received all that information concerning the things that will happen in the history of the Jewish people for those many years since the Middle Persians and the Grecians and the rise of the Roman Empire and ultimately to the revived Roman Empire at the latter end of these days of the nation of Israel when there will be this Antichrist, the counterfeit Messiah, who will seek to take the place of Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, and he will place himself in the temple in the city of Yerushalayim in the future day from our vintage point of time, and he will cause havoc among Daniel's people, the Jewish people, but God will preserve the people of Israel and will ultimately restore them. And here we have that concluding information in these verses in Daniel chapter 12. And so in verses 1, 2, and 3, which we have already covered, we see an event that will lead to Israel's restoration and the establishment of the Messianic kingdom when the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, will return at His second coming. But now also we have the final message that was given to Daniel this is Daniel 12, verses 4 to 13, which the very same man, who is the very same angel, who appeared in the form of a man, and he is now giving to Daniel instruction and final message concerning the future days. This is really the finality, the conclusion. In fact, Daniel will not receive any more information after what he received here in Daniel chapter 12 and verses 4 to 13. Now notice, this section is divided. First of all, verse 4, we have the angel instructs Daniel 
to shut up and seal the words of this book of prophecy that he received. After he told him, in the verses 1, 2, and 3, gave him information concerning events that will lead uh, to Israel's restoration and the Messianic kingdom. And, and we have learned of this wonderful how that there will be those that will be ultimately awakened. He spoke about the resurrection, as we read in verse 2. Many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to everlasting shame and contempt. We have covered this, so there will be that amazing resurrection, which will be divided between the first resurrection and the second resurrection, the resurrection to life and the resurrection to everlasting contempt, and that will be divided by the thousand years of the Messianic kingdom. The first resurrection will be in stages. Christ the Messiah rose already 2,000 years ago. He is the first fruit of them that will rise. And then the church saints will rise at the rapture of the church when the church age will come to an end. They will rise and will be caught up to meet the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, in the air. Not on earth here, but in the air to meet Him to go to the Father's house. And then the next stages of the first resurrection will be when the Old Testament people of Israel throughout the ages of Israel, they will rise up. And then there will be the tribulation saints of Israel, that they will rise up. And then the living who will survive the tribulation together with these Old Testament Israel and the tribulation saints Israel, they will rise up and enter into the messianic kingdom. Now, now mind you, the context speak about Daniel's people, the Jewish people, the people of Israel, but obviously there will be the resurrection with them. Many of the Gentile saints that have died both in history as well in the tribulation period, they will also rise and enter into the Messianic kingdom to enjoy the kingdom of the Messiah for that thousand years with Israel and enjoy this uh, wonderful uh, Messianic age. But beloved brothers and sisters, see now here what we receive, what Daniel received the information in these last and final verses of Daniel 12, Verses 4 to 13. In verse 4, the man, the angel, instruct Daniel to shut up and seal the words of this book. And I'm reading verse 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. I want to mention a few points here, beloved brothers and sisters. Notice that in verse 4, first of all, he, the angel, the man, asked Daniel, that Daniel will shut up and seal the words of this book. In other words, they are to be shut up. The, the Hebrew word is listom, to shut up, and lachtom is to seal. The, the book, the words of Daniel from the time that he wrote it, 
were to be shut up and to be sealed for the time. Why? Because there is so much yet to come to inform God's people throughout the ages, from the days of Daniel, when he was praying for the restoration of Israel back to the land, after the 70 years of the captivity, the Babylonian galut, the Babylonian captivity. So he, the angel asked him to shut it up, to seal it. Why? Because later on, beloved brothers and sisters, when Yohanan, John, the apostle, will be in the island of Patmos, he will receive additional information concerning the future days that will occur here in this world in connection with the nation of Israel specifically, but also in connection with the church, the assembly, the ecclesia. When we read in Revelation chapter 1, 2, and 3, we can see that the first, the, the book of Revelation, it in, in relationship to the church age. From uh, letters that the Lord wrote to Ephesus, the first one, and until the last one that he wrote to the Laodicean, which is the seventh church, you can see that it represents this 2,000 years or more of the church age. And then from uh, Revelation 4, 5 and onward, we read that the church really was taken out of here, had been raptured, and the remaining of the book of Revelation, specifically from chapter 6 all the way to chapter 19, including chapter 20, it is events that is relating to the Jewish people, to the people of Israel, and to the world, when Israel on earth will experience a terrible tribulation, and the world will be also judged by God, and ultimately, the second coming of the Mashiach, at the end of Revelation chapter 19, He will come, and every eye shall see Him. Israel will ultimately be restored. The church, of course, will come with the Lord at His second coming, but the thought here is that He will come to dwell here on earth with His own people to restore Israel and to establish this kingdom, and then there will be this Messianic kingdom for a thousand years in Revelation chapter 20, and ultimately the eternal order in Revelation 21 and 22. So when the angel, the man here, the angel who appears, man telling to Daniel to shut up the word, to seal the book, even to the end or to the time of the end. In other words, there are many, many information that is yet to be given in the future day. Of course, he specifically has a reference to the whole history that will happen in Israel's history, ultimately to the first coming of the Messiah, his death, burial, and resurrection, and ultimately the church was born, and the book of Revelation will be given. At about 95 AD, it was John, the apostle, who was on the island of Patmos, and he received the information about the whole a future day that is yet will come to pass in relationship to the last day. Now it is very interesting that while in verse 4 the angel asked Daniel to shut up that book and to seal the words of the book. This is the book of Daniel. 
you can see how the apostle Yohanan received the information not to seal the words that he received in the book of Revelation. We read in Revelation chapter 22, and there we read in verse 8, And I, John, saw these things, and I heard them, and when I heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel. You notice that the angels are ministering spirits who give information to God's people. They are servants of God's people. Daniel was served to receive the information by the angel in his own days. Yohanan, that is John, he received, was served by the angel when he received the information concerning the history of Israel and the world and even the history of the church. And so we read, I fell down and I worshipped before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Revelation 22 and verse 8, but of course, John should not worship that angel because he was only an angel. So notice what the angel says in verse 9, and he says unto me, See thou do it not, don't worship me, don't, don't fall down before me, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the saying of this book, worship God. In other words, I am only a servant. You worship God. I am only coming to give you information concerning the revelation of Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, in relationship to the church, chapter 2 and 3, and to Israel and the world in chapter 4, 5, and all the way to the end of the book of Revelation. But then notice what the angels say to Yohanan John, the apostle, in verse 10. He says unto me, Seal not, seal not, al tachtom, seal not the saying of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. In other words, to John, the apostle, the angel said to him, Don't seal the book. But here, beloved brothers and sisters, in Daniel chapter 12 and verse 4, that man, that angel, saying to Daniel, he said to him, Thou, o Daniel, stom, shut up the word, chatom, seal the book. Up till when? Up to the time of the end. Notice, it takes him all the way the information of the book of Daniel, and including now for us the book of Revelation, and especially for the Jewish people during the tribulation period, these books, specifically Daniel and Revelation, will be unfolding before them as they seek the mind of the Lord, when the persecution of the people of Israel will occur specifically by Satan, by the Antichrist, by the false prophet against the Jewish people, the greatest opposition to the Jewish people, to the nation of Israel that have ever happened and will ever happen. It will be during the tribulation period. But God has a plan and a purpose and a blessing for Daniel's people, the people of Israel. He continue here and he's saying now, notice that in verse 4, 
Why? Of course, we ask, why was Daniel to seal? Because there is much more revelation yet to be revealed. And Daniel, if you remember, he prayed for Israel's restoration. If you remember that, how Daniel longed for Israel's restoration, to remind you, beloved brothers and sisters, earlier in chapter 8, and we read in verse 17, it came to pass, he said, in Daniel 8, in verse 17, and he said to him, For at the time of the end shall the vision be. It's concerning the future of Israel restoration. In verse 19, And he said, Behold, I will make thee known what shall be the last end of the indignation, for at the time appointed the end shall be. This is Daniel 8 and verse 19. In verse 26 of Daniel chapter 8 we read, And the vision of the evening and the morning which was told is true, wherefore shut thou up the vision, for it shall be for many days. It still will happen in relationship to your people later on in the, in the final days. Beloved brothers and sisters, we have to realize, as we concluding here with these final words that Daniel gives us in this book, that the church was a mystery hid in God, was not revealed to the prophets of all, to Daniel and others. According to the book of Ephesians chapter 3, it was hid in God. It was not revealed unto men. And it was only revealed to the, what is known, the New Testament, early apostles, like Shaul Paul, like Shimon Petros, and like those early apostles in the land of Israel that received that revelation, the foundation of the assembly. They received the truth of the church age in which you and I live in today. So as far as Daniel concerned, he's looking all the way to the future day, the history of Israel, all the way to the final restoration, which will be including the tribulation period. So notice what we read in verse 4b. He continued, Daniel will no longer receive information, and therefore Daniel is to shut up the words of this book. And we read that Daniel's prophecy will be needed for the remnant of Israel, for the Jewish people during the tribulation period, beloved brothers and sisters. And you notice even what the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, said in Matthew chapter 24 concerning this book of Daniel. Matthew chapter 24, Yeshua is speaking to his disciples. And he's saying to them, when ye, remember these are Jewish disciples, they were limited in their understanding. They didn't understand church truth yet. They became the foundation of the assembly. But as far as they were concerned, they were thinking and praying and hoping and wishing for their nation Israel to be restored to God and to the Messiah. But Yeshua is saying to them, He said, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken, listen, spoken by Daniel the prophet. In other words, he is carrying them all the way from their days. They didn't know of the church age. And if you will, as you and I read this today, the Lord Jesus the Messiah carried them from their days, lifted them above the church age, 
and place them right in the middle of the tribulation period. You see, this is so important to understand. Now, of course, they will not be there. They will die. They were the early martyrs that died for the sake of the gospel that would go to all over the nations of the world during the church age. But as far as the Lord is seeking to explain to them that as if they will be the one that will be doing the tribulation. When ye, you apostles, you disciples, shall see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet stand in a holy place, whosoever readeth, let him understand. In other words, he give them the information as if they will be there in the tribulation. Of course, they will not because... They did not know that 2,000 years or more will pass and there will be this new company of Jews and Gentiles united in the body of Messiah in this age. But this age will come to an end and the church will be taken out of here and Israel will experience persecution, tribulation, the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet will happen in the holy place in the temple in the tribulation period. Then he said, let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Again, beloved brothers and sisters, Yeshua is speaking about the tribulation period, and the people of Judea, the Jewish people, will have to flee into the mountains. Why? Verse 21, For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. The greatest Jewish persecution will still come in the days of the future day, the tribulation period. That's why we need to pray for the Jewish people, to pray for Israel. The nation that suffers so much tribulation and trials are yet will experience a greater one which the prophets Daniel, and as well the apostles have informed us in the complete canon of the Word of God. What we learn here in Daniel chapter 12 and verse 4 in the second part of this verse, that many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Now what does that mean? That over the generation, as time is passing by, Many shall run to and fro. The Hebrew word here is yeshotetu. The word yeshotetu, it's not that they will be traveling on airplanes, go to and fro, trains and buses, and all sort of um, traveling from one place to another. The thought here, beloved brothers and sisters, many will go, as it says, will run to and fro, run to and fro. Why? in order to know more of these events which will come in the future days of the terrible days of the revived Roman Empire and the tribulation period and the time of trouble, Tsarat Yaakov. So the many, notice that, many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. In Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 1 we read, Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem and see 
and know and seek in the broad place thereof, if ye can find a man, if there be any that executes judgment, that seeketh the truth, and I will pardon it. In other words, the Lord said to Israel in days of old, in the days of Jeremiah, when Israel were carried captive by the Babylonians, he says, look around, you see if there is anyone from Israel that is godly, that seeks the mind of the Lord, I will pardon him. But look at the condition that existed in Israel's day, which brought about the necessity for the disbursement of the Jewish people by the Babylonian. And so the thought here is running to and fro in a sense of seeking the mind of the Lord. In a sense, it's like we're doing now to run to and fro and pouring into the knowledge of the Word of God in order to find out what will happen in a future day. Not because we want to have our heads more informed and more information, but our hearts need to be connected with it. We want to know the mind of the Lord, and we want to do that which pleases Him. That's why today we know that there is a judgment coming in the future day, and we need to preach the message of the gospel, that many will come to know the Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, today. But we seek information concerning the future day of God's plan for this world. Notice what Amos says in Amos chapter 8 and verse 12. Amos was speaking to the northern kingdom of Israel and he said, They shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east and shall run to and fro to seek, notice, the word of the Lord and shall not find it. In other words, there will be those that will seek to know the word of the Lord when the word of the Lord will be scarce. And beloved brothers and sisters, we live in a time where the word of the Lord is scarce here in this world in which we live in. Even these days of the church age, in the day of the sin, there is so much departure from the word of the Lord that the, those who are godly want to know the mind of the Lord, they need to pour over the word of God, asking God in the power of the Spirit of God to reveal the information concerning the church age and concerning Israel's day and the final days of the kingdom and the establishment of the Messianic kingdom. This is the desire that ought to be by those who love the Lord, including the eternal order, when there will be sin no more. The information is found in the word of God. And so many will run to and fro, the angel says to Daniel, and he says, but knowledge shall be increased. There will be more and more information concerning the plan of God. Knowledge shall be increased as God's people will pour over God's word and they will receive more information. And this is very challenging for us all. Do we study the word of God? Do we read the word of God? This is important. It is for our own benefit. And if you are not a believer in the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, do you realize that there is a day of judgment? Do you know Yeshua, Jesus, the, the Messiah, is your Lord and Savior? If you don't, the scripture says, Come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, and you shall be saved. This is so important. Let's be occupied with Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, in the power of the Spirit of God as we reading and learning from the Word of God and seeking to live for Him here in this world. 
And so now, beloved brothers and sisters, in verses 5 to 13 of Daniel chapter 12, we have the two final questions and the answers that is given by the angel. Again, that angel is that man of whom we already read in Daniel chapter 10 and verse 5, who came to Daniel of whom we also read in verse 14, I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people. Remember this, it's in relationship to Daniel's people, the Jewish people, in the latter days. This is as well Daniel 10 in verse 14, when the angel is speaking to Daniel. And so now notice that these two final questions are found in verses 5 to 13, First of all, is the question about the length of the time that all this will take place, specifically the length of the tribulation, and more correctly, the length of the second part of the tribulation period. Notice that, and the reason for the persecution of Daniel's people. That is the first question that is mentioned here, in verses 5 to 7, and the answer is given as well. And so in verse 5, Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two. Now notice, there was the one angel of whom we read in Daniel 10 and verse 5. To remind you that this man, this angel, he came to the great river, which is the Chidekel, and he was there, giving Daniel the information concerning the future day. Now we find out that there are other two angels that are coming there. And notice that it says here, And I, Daniel, looked, verse 5, And behold, there stood other two, the one on this side of the bank of the river, and the other on that side of the bank of the river. Again, the bank of the river is the river of Chidekel. And the Chidekel river is where Daniel was. The Hidekel River is where that angel was. So this uh, additional two angels came, and the Hidekel River is that river where all of these were there. Daniel was there, and then the two additional angels that came there. The Hidekel was one of the rivers that flowed from the region of the Garden of Eden. And it is very interesting. It's also known as the Tigris. Uh, it is said to, to have been the one that ran towards the east of Syria. This is Ashur. And it breaches off from a mighty river that came out of the Garden. This is the Garden of Eden. And so now... Beloved brothers and sisters, we find out what happened. These two angels came, and they became like two witnesses. One was on the one side of the bank of the river of Hidekel, the other one was the, on the other side of the bank of the river of Hidekel. And one of them, in verse 6 we read, He now asked, and notice that, He asked, The man, this is the man that gave Daniel all that information, that angel, and so he asked him, and he said unto the men clothed in linen, verse 6 here, 
which was upon the river of the river. He says, how long shall it be to the end of these words? In uh, Hebrew it says, Ad matai kets haplaot. Beloved brothers and sisters, this angel asking that other angel, the man, he asked him, how long time that will take place? How long shall it be to the end of these wonders? In other words, how long time shall the tribulation period will take place? We know it will be seven years, the whole tribulation period, which will be divided into two halves. The first half is the first three and a half, the second half is the second three and a half, and in the middle of the tribulation period, something will happen that is called the abomination of desolation. Now, he asked this question, how long will that take place, this wonders? He called the word wonders, in Hebrew the word is plowed. It's not wonders in a sense of uh, something wonderful, it's wonders in a sense of it is awe, in a sense of awe, these terrible days that will occur during the second half of the tribulation, specifically, what some would call it the great tribulation, or the greater part of the whole tribulation, that will take place at the second half. And so notice the answer in verse 7, we find out that this man provides the answer to the question. Notice what he does in verse 7. First of all, he held up his right and left hands to heaven. And I heard a man close in linen, verse 7, which was upon the waters of the river. And when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven. In other words, he was making an oath kind of thing. He was swearing with double hand, lifting up his hand. Again, he is an angel appearing as a man, lifting up his hands. And now notice what he does again in verse 7. He swear by him that liveth forever and ever. He swear by the living God. He's making an oath. He's making a promise. In Hebrew, the word vayishava, vayishava means he swore, he made an oath by him that liveth forever and ever. That one that liveth forever and ever is none else but God, the God of Israel, the God of Jehovah, the God who made covenant with his people Israel, and he's the God that keeps promises. And when God made a promise, he will fulfill it to the letter, beloved brothers and sisters. And so there by that river, that is, as we have mentioned, the Hidekel River, the flowing from the Garden of Eden in days of old, from Iraq, toward uh, Assyria, and you can just see that there by that river where Daniel received all this information, he promised, and he says, here it is, lifting up his hand, swearing by him that liveth forever and ever, this is the eternal God of Israel, the eternal God of the universe, and he said that it will be for a time, times, and half a time. In other words, what he's really saying, that the length of the persecution of Daniel's people that we read from Daniel 11 verse 36 all the way to Daniel chapter 12 and verse 4, this length of time, specifically the persecution by the Antichrist, which will cause the Jewish people to flee into present-day Jordan, which is where we have the place where the Lord will preserve them, Petra, Bozra, the place that is 
elsewhere called Dom, Ammon, and Moab, which is present-day Jordan. All these events that will take place from the time of the middle of the tribulation, when the abomination of desolation will occur, that where the Lord Jesus the Messiah said in Matthew 24, verse 15 and, and 16, When ye shall see therefore the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, ye which are in Judea flee into the mountain. And that abomination of desolation will begin in the middle of the seven years, and it will take a time, times and half of a time, when all this will happen, these three and a half years. And then it says at the end of verse 7, and he said, when he sh- shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. In other words, beloved brothers and sisters, what we learn is that God wants to bring his own earthly people, Israel, into their wit's end. Into a time when Israel will say, God, be merciful to us. We have sinned. We have gone wrong. We repent and we will turning to you. We accept you. And we accept the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. And so it will take specifically the whole seven years are determined. The tribulation period will be that which ultimately will purify Israel and will judge the world and will bring about the recognition of the Messiah by the people of Israel. It will take a time, this is one year, times, it's another two years, and half a time, half of a year, together three and a half years, and notice, and when he shall have accomplished, this is the one that lived forever and ever, this is God, when God will accomplish to scatter the power of the holy people. That power of the holy people is the fact that Israel will have to come to its end, not trusting in their own power, not trusting in their own military, not trusting in their own self-will, not trusting in what their thoughts and their view and their works, but to trust in God and to trust in the provision of God. Doesn't it remind us what Shaul Paul said when he wrote to the Romans? He said to them in Romans 10 verse 1, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Mashiach, Messiah, for Christ, is the end or the goal of the law for righteousness to everyone that believe. In other words, when the Messiah came, Israel should have accepted him in his first coming. But God knew that they will not. He predicted that through Isaiah the prophet. And when Israel did not accept the Messiah, he died, was buried, and rose, and his death, burial, and resurrection was the benefit of all the nations of the world. For Israel and all the nations of the world, whoever will believe on him, he will receive everlasting life. But now he's going to return, and he's specifically using the tribulation period, which is called in Jeremiah 30, Tsarat Yaakov, Jacob's trouble, in order to refine and restore Israel. 
and establish you the kingdom that is promised to the nation. And so it is so interesting, beloved brothers and sisters. So, three and a half years, specifically the second half of the tribulation, will be that which will lead ultimately Israel back to the Lord after they will experience this terrible persecution. And then it says, notice that, and that these things shall be finished. Tichalena kol ele. All the tribulation will come to an end after the second half. The second three and a half years of the seven will be fulfilled. And Israel will come to their wit's end. And they shall look upon me. We read in the prophet Zechariah, they shall look upon me. Listen to this, chapter 12 and verse 10. We read, and I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one that mourneth for his only son, and be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. What a wonderful day when Israel will come to acknowledge the Messiah who was pierced and who died for their sin and ultimately restoration. And for all of us, beloved brothers and sisters, now notice we read in the next verses, notice that now that the answer came to the first question in Daniel chapter 12, verses 5 and 7, how long will it be? Well, three and a half years of the second half of the tribulation. That's how long it will be. And if you will read, in other passages, this expression a time, time, then half a time, it is mentioned also in Daniel 7.25 and also in book of Revelation chapter 12 and verse 14. These three and a half years are mentioned also in a different way. 42 months in Revelation 11.2 and Revelation 13.5. And it's also mentioned 1,260 days in Revelation chapter 12 and verse 6, 1,260 days of 30-day months, the Hebrew calendar, it makes it exactly three and a half years when God will bring to an end Daniel's people's persecution and ultimately he will restore them to himself. And now, beloved brothers and sisters, in conclusion, in these final verses 8 to 13, there is a question that is asked actually by Daniel himself for additional explanation, because even though he heard all this, he still couldn't quite fathom. He heard it, but he didn't quite understand. So, in verse 8, Daniel 12, 8, And I heard, Daniel said, but I understood not. Then said I, O my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? Daniel asking, what will bring all this to an end? What will bring this to a conclusion? What it will bring to Israel's final restoration? Well, really, beloved brothers and sisters, the answer for that he has already received earlier in Daniel 2 and in Daniel 7, the answer will be the coming of the Messiah. To remind you that in Daniel chapter 2, 
When Nebuchadnezzar saw that dream and Daniel, by the help of the Spirit of God, gave him an information about his dream, you remember what Daniel said to Nebuchadnezzar? And really this is the answer. Everything will come to an end when Yeshua going to come at his second coming. Where the Lord Jesus, the Lord Yeshua will come. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 44, In the last days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom, which, notice that, which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Daniel is now continuing verse 45, and he says, because he received revelation from the Lord, for as much as thou, this is Nebuchadnezzar, sawest that the stone, this is the Messiah, heaven, heaven hapina, the, the cornerstone, the stone which was cut out of the mountain without hand, and that it break in pieces the iron and the brass and the clay and the silver and the gold. The great God has made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof is sure. Here Daniel doesn't get the answer, but he knew that, or he received that earlier when he received the ability to interpret Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Also, beloved brothers and sisters, in chapter 7, when Daniel saw the vision, in verse 13 of Daniel chapter 7, Daniel saw, verse 13, in a night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man cometh with the clouds of heaven. This is the second coming of the Mashiach Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus who would come at his second coming. In other words, Everything will end at the second coming of the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus himself. In Revelation, John sees, Revelation 1, as he is there by the island of Patmos. In Revelation 1 and verse 7, John, we, we read of him, he says, Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierce him. And all the kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. Amen. This is the coming of the Messiah, the second coming of the Messiah, beloved brothers and sisters. So Daniel is asking this question in verse 8. But then notice the angel give no answer to Daniel. And notice what he tells him in verse 9. And he said, go thy way, Daniel. In other words, I'm not going to give you any additional information now. For the words are closed up and sealed, notice, till the time of the end. Daniel, you go your way, you return to what you were doing. Until, notice that, the words are now shut, sealed, closed. You're not going to receive more information. In other words... In reality, the additional information will be given later on during Israel's history and ultimate uh, at the first coming of the Messiah when he will come and die and be buried and rise again. These information will be given through the book of the revelation of Jesus the Messiah. And so Daniel 
the, the, the book was, was sealed until the times of the end. In other words, the people that will benefit from the writings of Daniel, including the book of Revelation, will be the Jewish people specifically. Those who will believe in God. Remember, the church will be taken to heaven before the tribulation will begin. The false church will remain here on earth. And then God will begin to work in the hearts of the people of Israel. Restore them back to the land. Establish, ultimately, Israel will be returning back to the land. And many of the Jewish people will begin to ask questions. There will be actually believers in Yeshua the Messiah during the tribulation. They are the saints of whom we already read earlier in other passages, in the book of Daniel, and in the book of Revelation, and in the elect one of Matthew chapter 24, when the Lord says, for the elect's sake. And so for them, they will benefit from the sealed book that will not be any longer sealed for them during the tribulation period. And so now notice that. In verse 10, many shall be purified and made white, and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. In other words, the wise of Israel, they will understand. They will read the prophecy of Daniel in the tribulation day, specifically during the middle of the tribulation. They will be purified, they will be made white, they will be tried and tested. They are the wise one. The wicked, they will continue to do wickedly. The wise shall understand. Again, we are going back to the word of the Lord, Yeshua the Messiah, in Matthew chapter 24, where he said to them very clearly, beloved brothers and sisters, clearly he said, Matthew chapter 24 and verse 15, when you shall see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, whosoever read, read what? Read the book of Daniel. Let him understand. The wise will understand of the Jewish people, the people of Israel doing the tribulation period, the godly, the one that will understand. And then we read, but the wicked will continue to do wickedly. We continue here, beloved brothers and sisters, in these final, final verses of Daniel. In verse 11 and 12, we hear something that is kind of a little bit unusual, and we need the Lord to help us to understand it. Daniel hears from that angel who said to him in verse 11, And from the time that the daily sacrifice be taken away. In other words, from the middle of the tribulation, let me just read to you Daniel chapter 9 and verse 27. We read that about the Antichrist, the counterfeit Messiah, and he shall confirm and actually impose the covenant with the many for one week. That one week, in the book of Daniel is a week is a week of years for seven years for seven years he will 
confirm a covenant with the many in Israel for seven years when he will build for Israel, for the Jewish people who want to have the temple. The Antichrist will assist Israel in building a temple for offer sacrifices. This is called the tribulation temple. And he will make an agreement with them for seven years. But notice, in the midst of the week, in the middle of the seven years, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abomination, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, until the end, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. In other words, the Antichrist will make an agreement with Israel for seven years, but in the middle of the seven years, he will break that covenant. And what will he do? He will cause that which is called here in Daniel 9.27, the abomination of desolation. And what is the abomination of desolation? The Lord Jesus the Messiah mentioned that in Matthew 24, verses 15 and 16. The abomination which will cause, will bring about a desolation. To have this abomination is where he, this is the counterfeit Messiah, will claim to be God, and he will sit in the temple of God claiming that he is divine. He will seek to take the place of our Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, who is supposed to receive the worship of men, but the Antichrist, the counterfeit Messiah, he will want to take his place, the Messiah's place. This is exactly what Shaul Paul said to the Thessalonians in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 2. He said that he be not shaken in mind and be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. This is, has to do with the day of the Messiah. This has to do with the tribulation period. Let no man deceive you by any mean, that for that day shall not come, except there shall come a falling away first. There will be apostasy. And a man of sin. This is the same Antichrist. This is the willful king of Daniel 11. So that man of sin will be revealed, the son of perdition, verse 3 ends, and then verse 4 of Second Thessalonians chapter 2, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, all that is worship, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Beloved brothers and sisters, this is exactly what will happen in the tribulation period. In Revelation chapter 13, we also read of it, beloved brothers and sisters, of this terrible time in which the Antichrist will sit in that tribulation temple. We read in Revelation chapter 13 and verse 11, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, and he exercises all the powers of the first beast before him. And he causes the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast. Not that the first beast take the place of the Messiah, and the second beast 
forcing people during the tribulation to worship the first beast. And then we read in verse 12, whose deadly wounds were healed, and he does great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wounded, wounded by the sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And so initially the Antichrist, the first beast of Revelation chapter 13, he will sit in the temple claiming to be God. The second stage is that the second beast, the false prophet, will make an image like the beast situated in the temple and seeking others to worship that image of the first beast. That is the abomination of desolation. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, listen to this. And I'm going just about to close here. In these verses we read, specifically verse 11 and 12, we read in verse 11, And from the time of the, the, the daily sacrifice should be taken away, this is in the middle of the tribulation, after the first three and a half years, and the abomination that maketh us desolate is set up. That means that the image, that the Antichrist, and then later on his image in these two stages will be set up in the temple in Jerusalem, in the tribulation temple. He said there shall be a 1,290 days will pass by. Now, it is a bit interesting because we learned already earlier that the first half of the tribulation will be 1,260 days, according to Revelation chapter 11, verse 3. We also learn that the second half of the tribulation, according to Revelation chapter 12 and verse 6, will be the same length of time, 1,260 days. So why does he tell us here that there will be 1,290 days from the middle of the tribulation? That tells us that the image will continue to be there in the temple in Jerusalem, the tribulation temple, 30 days beyond the end of the tribulation period. Now, we don't know why does it give us these numbers, but what we do learn, that the second coming will be at the end of the seven years, but still there will be these 30 days beyond the end of the tribulation. Before the kingdom will come, there will be these 30 days that will be there. Now, why? We have this additional 30 days, we don't know, but it may be to be used by judgment of the Lord against this world and whatever is needed to be done in order to judge this world during those days. We read scripture that the Lord will come and judge this world, but we see in these numbers that something will occur during the additional 30 days after the second coming of the Messiah. But then even more interesting, we read in verse 12, Blessed is he that waiteth, 
and cometh to the 1,335 days. Now we have an additional, beloved brothers and sisters, an additional 45 days beyond the 1,290 days. That means that there is 75 additional days that we have mentioned here in Daniel chapter 12, verse 11 and 12, which means that we'll go beyond the 1,260 days, which is three and a half years of the second half of the tribulation. Now, why these 75 days of interval? Why these 75 days of interval could be for many, many, many reasons. Restoration of the whole land, cleansing of the land, building of the city of Yerushalayim. But one thing for sure, these days will be given in order to have the judgment of the Gentiles, nation that will occur in that final judgment here on earth that we find in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 to the end. This is the judgment of the Gentile nations. I want to read just a few verses. In Matthew chapter 25, we read in verse 31, When the Son of Man shall come in His glory, and all His holy angels with Him, notice that, He've come, He will come, then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. There will be a throne set here, and He will sit upon the throne, and before Him shall be gathered all nations. Verse 32 tells us, And He shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right side. These are the believers that will survive the tribulation period. He will set them on the right side. He calls them sheep. But he will be those unbelievers who will survive the tribulation, but the goats on the left. In other words, there will be sheep and goats, believers and unbelievers of the whole nations of the world that will survive the tribulation. Not everyone will die. Some of them will survive but will survive to enter into this judgment of the nations. Then shall the king said unto them on his right, Come ye, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And we can see in the next verses how these sheep, they will enter in because they believed in the God of Israel, but also they have treated and protected and, and watched over the Jewish people during the tribulation. But then, the next verses, we read about the second group that are really the one on the left, which are the goats, the unbelievers. Then he shall also, verse 41, say unto them on the left, And depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Now remember, these are living people of the nations of the world that will survive the tribulation period, remain alive, but they will ultimately be cast into this everlasting fire because they did not believe on him. We read at the end of these verses, in verse 46 of Matthew 25, these shall go away into everlasting punishment, 
but the righteous into life eternal. In other words, these 75 days of interval will be in order to also to bring the judgment of the nations where the King Messiah Yeshua will judge the nations. The one of the right, the sheep, will enter into the Messianic kingdom, and the one of the left, the goats, will be unbelievers who will not make it because of their disobedience and the rejection of Jesus the Messiah. And so we read in verse 12, Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the 1,335 days. In other words, the blessed one are the nations that will survive the tribulation and did believe in the God of Israel and did treat the Jewish people who called the brethren in Matthew 25, the Lord's brethren, they treated them right and they will enter into the Messianic kingdom, but the remaining will be cast into the judgment, into the everlasting fire. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, in conclusion, verse 13, the angel saying to Daniel, But go thou thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest, you will die, Daniel, and then you will stand in thy lot at the end of the days. In other words, Daniel will rise, just like David will rise, just like Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov will rise, just like Moshe will rise, just like the apostle will rise, and they will be the one that will enter into the Messianic kingdom, and everyone will receive his lot that was promised by God in the book of Numbers, chapter 26, to every tribe and every family of the nation of Israel, they will receive the whole land of the Messianic kingdom. Go thy way till the end, for thou shalt rest, and then you will stand in thy lot. The Hebrew word is goral, in chelkecha, in your portion, at the end of the day. So Daniel in the future day will also rise and stand with his people Israel, whom he was so concerned about. And he will enjoy the blessing of the Messianic kingdom with the rest of the nation of Israel, but also with the rest of the world population who will live here on earth during the thousand years of the Messianic kingdom. Well, beloved brothers and sisters, God bless you. What a wonderful prophetic word we have in the book of Daniel. May the Lord help us to understand it. May the Lord bless His word. May the Lord lead you and everyone to Himself. And may the Lord come soon and establish the promises that He promised to Israel and to the rest of the world. Well, until the next time, God bless you, my dear friend. We say to you, Shalom, Shalom. You have been listening to the Holy Scriptures and Israel with Gideon Levitan. Gideon teaches God's Word from a Hebrew Messianic perspective. For more information about this ministry, write to Holy Scriptures and Israel, Box 1411, Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario, L0S1J0, or visit our website at holyscripturesandisrael.com. You are also invited to Gideon's weekly Bible teaching, on Fridays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., and Saturdays at 1 p.m. at Willowdale Christian Assembly Hall, 
28 Martin Ross Avenue in Toronto. Holy Scriptures and Israel is made possible by your prayers and financial support. If you would like to support the program, visit holyscripturesandisrael.com. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Thank you.